Hey, it's Pastor Mike. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and make it a regular part of your day, can I ask for your regular support? We really can't make any of our sermon series or devotions without the continual support of friends like you. Time of Grace, in case you didn't know, is 100% donor-funded, meaning it is your gifts that make it possible for us to use television and print and digital media to share the good news of God's amazing grace. Just click on the link in the episode notes, and thank you for all of your prayers and all of your support. God bless. This week we're talking about Peter, one of the famous people in the Bible, one of the most beloved people in the Bible, someone who stepped to the forefront, sometimes without being asked, as one of the leaders of the Bible. I think one of the reasons that Peter is so beloved by many is because they can relate to him. Peter lived this roller coaster journey of faith and life with ups and downs and twists and turns and his high moments of faith were really great and his low moments were really pathetically bad. And I don't know about you, but I can relate to that. That's what my faith journey is like, up and down, backwards and forwards, all over the place. And so when I think about Peter and his journey, maybe the first thing that comes to my mind is that Peter was so quick to speak. Uh, Obviously, this guy was passionate and, and impulsive too, because usually he is the first one to just blurt out whatever comes to mind first. Now, sometimes that was pretty good and there were some great things he said. Other times, it was really, really bad. So let's start with some of the good stuff. Early on, and remember these disciples followed Jesus for about three years. Early on, there was this time that Jesus fed over 5,000 people with just a few loaves of bread and some fish. Well, after this miracle, all kinds of people, crowds were following Jesus because they wanted stuff. They wanted worldly things. So Jesus takes some time to have this long discourse. You can read it in John chapter 6. And he explains to them that I'm not here for worldly things. In fact, I am the bread of life. And if you want to be my disciple, you need to eat my flesh to have living bread. That's a metaphor saying that people needed to believe in him. Well, well, this was really confusing and, and a whole pile of people started leaving. So Jesus turns to his disciples and he's testing him here. He says, well, you don't want to go too, do you? Guess who blurts out first? Peter blurts out, Well, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We've come to know and believe that you are the Holy One of God. Peter, awesome, great response. That is spot on. That is who Jesus is and that's what Jesus gives. Awesome response. Another awesome time came just a little bit later. Jesus testing his disciples again. There were rumors going around about who Jesus really is. So he asked his disciples, Whom do people say I am? Some thought that he was John the Baptist or Elijah or or some other prophet that's come back from the dead. Who do you say I am? Guess who talks first? Peter just blurts out, You are the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Oh, yes, Peter. that, That was an awesome response. That is spot on perfect. In fact, Jesus commends him, and he does a little play on words here. So his Hebrew name was Simon, but his nickname was Peter, which comes from the Greek Petros, which means rock. So he says, Blessed are you, Simon Peter, on this rock I will build my church. If we take a quick time out about that, some people get a little confused and think that Jesus is talking about Peter, that he's going to build his church on Peter. Actually, Jesus' play on words is talking about what Peter said. 
on that rock-solid confession, on that rock-solid foundation that he's the Christ, that's what he would build his church on. So here's Peter, riding high, great, awesome moments of faith, spot on with Jesus. Uh, That roller coaster is about to take a nosedive, though, pretty quickly. If you're reading in Matthew 16, it's actually the next paragraphs where Jesus is teaching his disciples about what he came to do, that, that he's going to suffer, he's going to die. Guess who speaks up? Peter blurts out, Lord, no, that shall never happen to you. Uh, Peter, don't you get what he's saying? I mean, don't you even understand why Jesus came? I thought you, you got this part. And that's where Jesus says famously to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You don't have in mind the things of God. He didn't get it at the time. And actually in the next chapter, Matthew 17, Peter, James, and John are, are on this mountaintop and they see Jesus changed, transfigured, flashing his glory and Moses and Elijah appear for a few moments and, and Peter is so overwhelmed, so overcome with awe and even fear that again, just blurt something out. Lord, it's good to be here. We should put up some tents, some shelters. Let's stay here. Peter, Peter, what are you thinking? Uh, no, that's not what Jesus came for. He has to go down this mountain and, and go up Mount Calvary so he can die to save the world, to save us from all our sins. Peter, a little confused here. Again, some really low moments when he just blurts out whatever he says, whatever he thinks. So some things to learn here. Maybe the obvious How about we watch what we say a little bit? I feel like I say this all the time to my kids, but I probably should say it to myself too. Think before you speak. If my wife were here, she'd probably be pointing at me in the background. Yeah, that's you, buddy. You need to think a little bit. But maybe a little more deep with with Peter here, that we should think about what's in his heart. When he had his lower moments, it's because his focus was off. He was thinking worldly things about Jesus. But when he had his strong moments, his high points, he was spot on, dialed in, that Jesus is the Savior who has the words of eternal life. You and I can only pray that God gives us that focus so that what's in our hearts comes out of our lips with that same focus on Jesus, our Savior.